This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Hey everyone, great to have you with us here on this Tuesday evening, the latest episode of Magic Drive Time. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you, and the Magic continue to roll here in this building. Wow, are they good at Amway Center. 11-1 in this building, 11-2 overall at home. Uh, that one loss as a home game in Mexico City, but they've won nine consecutive games at Amway Center. They are playing terrific basketball. They're as good as, well, any home team and as good as any team in the NBA. They've uh, they've beaten all the iron of the team, uh, of the NBA, and that was a good win last night over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Didn't start well. Magic again struggling to find a way to score against Cleveland. That that stingy defense has been a problem for Orlando, but they figured it out in the third quarter. They outscored Cleveland 30 to 15 in the third. They closed the quarter on a 17-4 run, and the Magic beat the Cavs 104 to 94. Holding another team under 100 points, I believe it's at least seven. It might be eight times now that they've done that, and they're undefeated when they hold the team under 100. And 20 points for Paolo Bancaro and 19 points for Franz Wagner. You're now 11 and two when Paolo goes for 20 or more in a basketball game, and you're able to withstand 36 points from Darius Garland, who is a special, special player from what we've seen in two games this year. And Jake, we can get into all that. We'll break down all the numbers. We'll have a closer look at it, but. Just give me a sense from your vantage point, the atmosphere last night in that building, right? As you're as you come back and tie the game in the third quarter, as you go ahead by a bucket or two, then you rattle off a 10-0 run to kind of get a little separation, and then 17-4 to close out that third quarter. This is fun, man. This is fun. Fans are having a blast. Those players were, I mean, super into it. Jalen Suggs is just a whole other animal unto himself, and we'll get into all of that. But your take on the overall experience for you, Jake Chapman, last night. Yeah, because I have to ask you if that was a block. Can we call that a block, what Jalen did to Donovan Mitchell with a minute? <laughs> they gave it to him. Left. They gave him a block. Now, they may go back and, and take it away today uh, that because they do look at all those things afterwards. But he challenged it, and they felt he got enough of it. They did call it a block when it happened. It was this very anticlimactic moment. I was losing my mind. I called it the block <laughs> of his life. I thought I nailed <laughs> I the ball. And then I heard I, that. And then I look and I'm like, well, it, it wasn't a block that I screwed that up because there was because what happened was the play kept going, right? They get the rebound and then Struess gets a good look in a three. And so there was a sort of anticlimactic uh, reaction uh, in the arena. And the, the pop didn't really happen until about, what, 30 seconds later, you get a turnover um, and the leak out. And, and, and then it's sort of the exclamation point um, on the end of the game. It was. It was one of those. There were Cavs fans there, but they weren't very loud. Um, but it was it, it was almost like an an uneasy atmosphere. It felt like I mean, oh it yeah, really felt like the absolutely the fans were wild. It wasn't just fun. It wasn't just okay. Yeah, stuff's on the floor now. Yeah, right. this is fun. Oh, we're winning. <laughs> um, it felt like a playoff game, man. I mean, bodies hitting the floor left and right. And this is just you know, fans aside. Um, the way both those teams competed in that game, Coach Bickerstaff and Coach Mosley working the officials. Guys going down with sprained ankles, getting a tape job, coming back out and finishing it. We're going to talk about that. 
Right. Uh, we wouldn't have seen that in the last couple seasons, probably. Right, right. Um, it was, it's getting really fun. That building is becoming special. Uh, we've got more home wins, I believe, than anybody else in the league, or at least tied. Uh, tied with Milwaukee, but nobody has more. Nobody, it's nobody Orlando has. and Milwaukee at 11, and nobody has more home wins. It's it's astounding. And I'm going to curse that 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 Mexico City game all season long. I mean, the the fact that it's a, it's a second blemish on our home record. We have That's lost right. one game at Amway Center. Well, that's exactly game, right. One real home game this year, and it's against Correct. a really good team in the Dallas Mavericks. That's and right. You're right. I mean, we're D. You know, go through the checklist in the Eastern Conference. We have a win over Milwaukee. We have a win over Boston. We have one over Cleveland. Um, we we've got wins over Los Angeles and 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 yep. some of the best teams in the league. Denver Nuggets have come into that building and been sent away with an L. So, um, it's getting really fun, and it's it it's a group right now that boy they just don't ever feel like they're out of a game at home. And then look, like you were up by eighteen in the second half, and yeah, I don't yeah. Think anybody in that building felt like that was a safe lead, especially with Donovan <laughs> no, Mitchell working on the other side. We'll talk about. What was we do love throwing the ball away at the end of the game. We do love throwing the ball all over the gym. We we do love doing that and and getting just completely haphazard with these leads. But you had a big enough lead that you could withstand it all. But you still needed big defensive plays down the stretch to close it out. But Jake, to me, this was a game that these guys wanted to win, maybe as bad as any game. Right? I, I don't think they liked how it went up in Cleveland. I uh, they they clearly did not like that. They clearly did not feel they were getting the benefit of the whistle. Right? So that that that's being about as politically correct. Uh, as I can, and, and I heard Mo, Coach Mosley and BJ Bickerstaff talking to each other, both agreeing we can't even play this game. Th- th- mm-hmm. This is, and I'm paraphrasing, as bad an officiated game as I've ever seen. Right. Wow. So that, that this was the conversation that that you're 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 kind of hearing them have part. They just weren't happy with. And, and again, I, I don't know that it went to that extent, but they were not happy with the officiating, and they were and they were both. Competitive coaches in that game in that environment agreeing that they were both getting hosed. Right, so that was you never see that, right? But it was physical. It was physical. Guys diving on the floor for loose balls. Uh, guy, the defensive intensity was unbelievable. Jalen Suggs was everywhere. Uh, that Donovan Mitchell was, and then he's helping on Jared Allen, and then he's I mean he's everywhere, literally everywhere. Um, but it felt like. It meant something to this team, maybe as much as any game this year. I, and I, I just, I, I applaud them for the way they were able to hang in there. They were frustrated as heck. There was a timeout that Coach Mosley took, and he said, "This is as big a test of our character, or, or our biggest test of our mental capacity, as we're going to have all year." Right? Are we going to sit and complain? Are we going to complain about the officiating the rest of the way, or what are we going to do about it? He said, you, "You, you control the things you can control. We can cut harder. We can defend harder. We can pass with more precision." We can execute better, right? All these things. And I'm telling you, Jake, from that timeout on is when that team took off. Like, forget it. Forget all the other crap. Stop complaining. We can't do anything about it. Be better. Be better and win, right? I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was absolutely awesome, and they responded. You got me fired up. I think I'm right? ready to go run through a brick wall. <laughs> That's really good stuff, Dean. It's really good insight that that you and Kendrick get from being down there and, yeah, and right. being in the huddle, and, and we don't get elsewhere. So I love it when you share it because – that just shows me that they're responding, that they're locked in, that that the message matters. Now, how many coaches have you seen give that same message in your career, Dante? Mm-hmm. And it falls on deaf ears, right? Like, yes, there really are times, yeah, in a level of tune out, especially when you have a really young roster. I think you saw. I think we knew heading into the game how much it meant because Jalen and uh, and Ji were going to play. Because we sat here yesterday, we even said so on Friday. You're tempted 
to kind of skip that Monday game, and then you end up with like five days right. yes. to rest up. And Lord knows, ankles need time. And and so this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is going to be huge for Paulo and Joe, and probably for Jalen and and for Ji as well. Um, I thought the whistle was it was going both ways. We ended up benefiting from it most when all was said and done because Jared Allen couldn't stay on the floor, and that was correct without Mobley. I mean, that was a huge. We pounded them in the paint plus twenty right in terms right of pain points. Um. But you're right. He's back been very unimpressive play. in two games uh, against this man. This just might be a tough matchup for Jared Allen, which is surprising because he's a great defender and an all-star player. Tim Elkhorn, their radio play-by-play guy, told me before the game that Evan Mobley is their best defensive player, but Jared Allen is the key because they funnel everything towards him and he gives right. that rim protection, right? Mobley's got the Mobley's kind of like Isaac. He's got the ability to switch out and guard guys in the perimeter. And then, you know, God help you. And it's, it's, it's largely, I think, what we've seen happened to Franz in his time playing against the Cavs. We talked about it yesterday. <clears throat> Mobley moves his feet, and then he's got those long arms and those quick hops. Um, and so he's able to, to to do just a lot of things that most people on planet Earth can't do defensively. Right. Allen, though, is the only one who brings them that rim protection. And Tristan Thompson, God bless him. I mean, he, what did he play last night? Wow. 28 minutes or something like that? I mean, he was fine. minutes and a double-double. I mean, he's the only one. Him and Paolo were the only two in the game that had a double-double. I mean, it was, uh, it, it but, was, uh, yeah. He, he find, the, but he does that. He mucks things up and finds a way to contribute. At the ripe old age of 32. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right, too. That's right. Um, no, he, he's, still, he's still a step slow, and he doesn't have that rim protection. So that's where you see Goga sneaking in um, and those sort of backdoor cuts. And they were just kind of, you know, once we collapsed their defense, they were sort of a step late. Um, so I thought that was big. But then on the other end, like, we... You know, Garland and Mitchell both, but it was more Garland um, so than anything. The second they feel, you know, Bridges did it to us too. The second they feel any sort of, any sort of out of position or or contact, they're going up quickly and and they just manipulate the refs and oh. giving them those whistles. And so it was just a march to the free throw line for Garland. What did he finish with? I just had it in front of me. Uh, well, it's eleven of twelve from the free throw line. Twelve for, for thirty-six points. So you know the Magic go to the line twenty-five times. Garland himself went twenty, went twelve times. So him and Donovan Mitchell combined for twenty-one times. Those two. And listen, if it's a foul, it's a foul, and I, I don't mind that. I think it was greatly exaggerated. The little butt check from uh, Joe Ingles to Donovan Mitchell when he went flying on the ground. You don't need to do it in the backcourt. No. Yeah, local Joe, I think knows a little bit better. Yes, it was exaggerated. He doesn't need to do that. He didn't. He did not need to do that. But he was established in position, and I think he was trying to try to clear him out a little bit. But Donovan just flopped, and there's no way that contact forced that. So it, it just was. I, I had this problem of it's a playoff intensity and it's physical. But but we're not letting them play, right? We're not letting them play. We're, and, and and listen, if yeah. it's a foul, it's a foul. But the, I mean, how many times did Garland just snap his head back and right. then he's hit the line, right? You're talking minimal minimal contact, and then you're watching, you're watching Franz and Paolo drive to the lane and get hammered on the arms, and there's no calls. I mean, how what do those guys have to do to get a call? It's unbelievable. Paolo Bancaro went to the free throw line free three throw. times. That's crazy. It was two for three. He was game. getting. Oh, and he was all around the rim, and and again, and, and credit to him because that was a rough first half. Oh, that was brutal. I mean, for everybody, but he couldn't buy a basket, right? And so for him to have that complete turnaround that he did in the second half was fantastic. All right, real quick before we get to break, your thought, and it was the same thought that I have, that we can't have nice things when I saw Joe Ingles and Paolo go down with ankle injuries. What was your immediate reaction, and then how great was it to see him come back out there? It was both of them were scary. Joe was actually scary yeah. at first because 
Coach Mosley was standing right there, and he was boom. He was on the floor in a matter of seconds, you know, down. And it, you just have that moment where, I, for me, I always assume it's an ankle, right? They're basketball players. They yeah. hold their ankles. And so my right. first assumption is generally an ankle. And then you just wait a second to see how long they stay down. And both of them stayed down for a minute. Paulo said after the game he was he was more surprised than anything. He didn't really. If you look, I mean, the replay is it's one of those gross front front right. rolls, um, which I think most of us have done before. But so, but both of those guys stayed down for a minute, and then with Joe, and this I think speaks to the respect he has around the league. JB Bickerstaff and and members of the Cavs were over there um, checking on him. So it it that especially because Joe had um, the, the the ACL that he worked back from. Um, it, it's scary when you think about Joe Ingles and an Achilles or an ACL and at that age and, and the likelihood of what, uh, and how long it would take though. All those things run through your head with Paulo. I'm going, the, the guy's a cyborg. It, oh, no, my gosh. Unbelievable. He was down for so long. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And, and, and as soon as we got those texts, you know, I'm on the air calling the game and I got Kravitz <laughs> next to me. We get texts from the communications team. Um, you know, big shouts out to Joel and, and George. Uh, Trish Lewis, everybody on the communications team who get us that information so quickly, both of them. And I love that the text, and this is the official messaging, they sent it to the broadcasters, but then they put it out on Twitter and everything. Both of them said, we're going to tape it up and see what happens or, or tape jobs, see how they feel. Um, and I was like, boy, we got some dogs now. I mean, right. We got some dogs and you got, you got two guys that didn't want to lose that game. I mean, and, and again, you're up at, you're up by 18 when Paolo came back. And Joe's sitting on the bench, you're thinking, wouldn't this be great if you don't need either one of them? I just let that, that right? Yeah. Did you say that on the air? Yeah. Just hold on. But Cleveland's too good. I mean, you knew they were going to make a charge and kind of started chipping away. I think it was an 8-0 run initially. And, and then next thing you know, we, we're right back in this thing and battling down the stretch. So they do go to those guys, and they're able to close it out. And Paolo hit a, an enormous turnaround jumper there down the stretch, and Joe did Joe Ingles things. Uh, which was just great. I mean, maybe he was on track before the ankle injury to have that. That was going to be his best game in a Magic uniform, and it still may be, right, with the job that he did in the first half, keeping us close, keeping us in that thing. Uh, just fantastic, special. It meant something to all of those guys on that team last night to win that game, and uh, I, I, I tell you what, uh, Magic fans should be awfully proud here in City Beautiful right now because now you're sitting 23 games into the season. You're 16-7. and seven. You're one game behind the Boston Celtics who play these Cavs tonight and play them again on Thursday, and then you go up there and play them on Friday on uh, on a back-to-back, right? So, And I'll have a closer look at that as well with the uh, upcoming Orlando Magic schedule. It's, uh, it's, it's a doozy. The next city night of the season has your Orlando Magic hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. You'll see Jalen Suggs and the Magic battle, Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Wednesday, December 27th. Buy your tickets at orlandomagic.com and be ready to protect our kingdom. More Magic Drive time when we return next. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. 
Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Bally Sports app. Great game, guys. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. Celebrate the Orlando Magic's 35th anniversary season presented by Advent Health by being a part of Classic Nights at Amway Center. Each Classic Night will feature unique entertainment, throwback music, and more. Plus, cheer on the Magic as they take the Classic Court in the retro-looking Classic Edition uniforms. Secure your tickets for Classic Nights and learn more about the 35th anniversary celebration at orlandomagic.com anniversary. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lem hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon-lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Coach Mose of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. And hey, welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. I'm Dante Marcatelli. He's Jake Chapman. And we'll get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from RingCentral. Rethink the way you work with secure messaging and meetings on any device with Glip by RingCentral. Visit Glip.com. To learn more and Jake, my call of the game is whoever, however they got this to work out where the NBA has allowed microphones to be worn by players during games. We're seeing it in every sport, and now 
obviously, I don't know if anybody does it better than NFL Films, right? All the all the audio and footage that they're able to capture. But we had a microphone on Jalen Suggs last night, and what a time to do it! I mean, he was all over the place last night. You got to go back to the first half when he dove on the floor for that loose ball, ripped it away from a cab, and then somehow got it to Franz, who finds Goga for the alley oop. I mean, that was just an unbelievable sequence. And then, as you mentioned earlier, right, he gets credit for the block on Donovan Mitchell. We'll, we'll see the final verdict on that. But it was everywhere. I mean, every single thing at the rim was challenged by Goga and Jalen. And then Donovan Mitchell, who is 12 and 12-2 in his career against the Orlando Magic, right, the second-best winning percentage against any team, he had to work for it last night. He was 6 of 18, did get to the free throw line nine times, but you held him to six field goals and 22 points, right? So Jalen... Uh, Jalen was absolutely everywhere, but the the footage uh, and the audio that we got from Jalen and hearing him yell and hearing him encourage his teammates, and then at the end of the game, you know, singing the Orlando Magic theme song as he's walking off the court. I mean, that that dude's a dog, man. That guy is into it, and he's having a ball, and we're lucky to have him here in Central. I want to hear the footage. So after that play, so we, we talked about in the first segment, there's a little little over a minute left. Mitchell attacks the bucket. Jalen goes up with him. He, he, I don't know if he touched much ball or hand or whatever. I still haven't seen like a very close up replay of it. And I looked very hard for it last night, but the ball comes off the back of the rim. And so on the air, I call it a block. It's a contest. It's whatever you want to call it. Right. Right. It's a amazing defensive play. I mean, it was two amazing athletes, 11 feet in the air. When I, you know I mean, that ball was up there was pure elevation, pure timing. And then afterwards, Donnie's standing at midcourt, and Jalen slides up next to him, and I could see it from from uh, from up on the perch. I would love to get the audio of what he said there because they were not Don, Donovan Mitchell was not was not very receptive. Of well, Donovan Mitchell was that Jalen was giving him. Donovan Mitchell told him, "You didn't block it. You didn't block that." He goes, "I missed it." That's what he told him, and Jalen goes, "I blocked it." <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice little. It was a nice little exchange. Yeah, no, we picked that up. It, it was fantastic, and then also. And then also, and that's what I'm saying. That I I love this this footage and this insight that we're able to get when we have these players mic'd up. And then that big three that Jalen hit, he kind of stepped into a big three, and somebody was yelling from the Cavs bench, and he just looked at him. He goes, "I've been working on that. I've been working on that." I mean, that's what he kept saying. All the way down the floor. I mean, he was he was into it, man, and cheering everybody on. And I mean, listen, the guy's a leader. The guy's a winner, and the guy is a competitor. And and I will go to battle. You know, I, I don't. I, he's an incredibly skilled player, and he's the fifth pick in the draft for a reason. But I will go to battle with competitors first, uh, guys that are going to work tirelessly at their craft, and the rest will take care of itself. I mean, he, he's going to get better year in and year out. He's already having a career year, and he's just getting started. This is that. That's the beauty of the makeup of this team. Like we we've been doing this a long time, and we've seen really good teams. There's never, I don't know if there's ever been a collection of guys who it matters as much as it does to this group right now. That's I, a good way to put it, yeah. You know, it just feels yeah. like every single one of them, whether individual or collectively, they've got a lot of stake in this game. And and it is December, and they're out there playing harder than just about any team in the league. And it's not because guys want contracts, and it's not because they're trying to prove everybody wrong. It's because... These guys are competitors because these right. guys are wired that way. Um, I just think it's really fun to watch them. And it starts at the top. Like, our two best players are the ones who it feels like it matters most to night to night. Franz yep. Wagner and Paulo Bancaro right. ain't losing. But then everybody else is is in lockstep. And, I mean, 
just to just to watch Jalen Suggs in November for crying out loud in, in you know um, in October in in week one of the season yeah. hit the loose hit the floor for a loose ball every single time like it just it, it's all you need to know <laughs> about the guy. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch, and uh, it, it certainly has been special. With that Magic win, you win too. Magic fans, you're getting 50% off your regular menu price all day today. PapaJohns.com or in the app, use the promo code MAGICWIN. And, Jake, I just want to take a look at this, our, our road ahead powered by Ticketmaster. Um, this is – it feels like I've been saying this since the season started. We both have how difficult the games are for this Magic team. Um, right now you're, you're trying to stay above water with this difficult stretch. And, you know, everybody thought if he could stay around 500, that'd be incredible. You're 16 and seven, you're three games up from the play in scenario, right. For, from the team from Cleveland, who's in, uh, who's in sixth, seventh place, right. They would have to battle for the play in You're seven games up on Toronto, who is 11th. So you're seven games up from being eliminated from the play in, right. From being knocked out of play. That's an unbelievable start. You couldn't ask for anything better. Your next tour is, I guess, once we started with Detroit, right, you had a 23-game stretch that is absolutely brutal, and you're trying to stay fired. Again, we look at it, and you go through these stretches, and they'll take it one game at a time, but for you and I to look at, you're trying to stay around 500 on this 23-game stretch. You're already 2-0 to start, right? You beat Detroit, you beat Cleveland. Coming up next is Boston-Boston, two games there. Then you come home and play Miami. Then you go to Milwaukee on a back-to-back. And then you play an angry Indiana team that you embarrassed, uh, the worst game of Tyrese Halliburton's unbelievable comeback player of the year, most improved, whatever. Uh, it has a tough out. And then you're at Washington, home for Philly, home for New York. Then you go out west. I mean, this stretch coming up is absolutely brutal. The next now 21 games, 11 of your next 12 games are against teams with a winning record. Yeah. 11 of your next 12. And the one that isn't is the Golden State Warriors <laughs> in San Francisco. I mean, come on. That's, that's a good way to put it. it. This is a this is a gauntlet. This is a gauntlet. But to be the best, you have to beat the best. And the Magic are one of the best teams in the NBA, certainly right now. Jake, that'll do it for Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. We'll be back tomorrow, six o'clock, right here, ninety six nine. The game.